Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Beck. And my name's Jono. And Zap was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure by finding weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And um, back to, to kick off this week. First of all, I want to wish you a happy National Ice Cream Month. Oh, um, month. Which, That's yeah, good. It's, it's nice that there's Keep a whole going. month for <laughs> ice cream, um, which I, I think is very appropriate because I, I don't think you can you can really confine ice cream to one day. No, I feel it's a bit like hard. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit grander than that um, Definitely. generally. Um, but, you know, it's, it's all happening. Um, I, I did want to <laughs> check with you, though. Have you seen any uh, good movies recently? I actually have. Just this week, I saw the new Top Gun, Maverick, which was yeah. very entertaining. I've heard and a lot of good things about that. It was very great, especially when you consider that, and I've heard lots of different mixed things, but from what I gather is that Tom Cruise did really fly, like did yeah. all his stunts himself, which yeah, is I, insane. I imagine there was probably some stuff that, that was that they deemed too dangerous, but like, there's I haven't seen the movie, but there's a scene in which he's like hanging onto the side of an airplane, mm. um, while it's taking off, kind of thing, and he's he's legit doing that. Oh he's just gosh. strapped in, and I saw yeah the video of that where it's side by side with the cable and where they've edited the cable out, and it looks it looks mental. Yeah, it's so amazing. And speaking of amazing movies, I also saw Despicable... No, what was it? Minions 2, The Rise of Gru. Uh, The Rise of Gru. Electric (laughs) Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Which apparently was like the top grossing film the weekend I went and saw it in Australia. It was the top grossing film. (laughs) Yeah, it it was something like it had the biggest opening weekend of (laughs) at least a, a children's movie of all time. Or something like that for this release period. It's crazy. I was, um, yeah, I was looking at a few things for that, and of course, you've probably seen some of the stuff regarding uh, the the trend of gentle minions. Gentle minions, yes. Which I feel like is just giving the movie it the respect it deserves, right? Yeah. <laughs> if anything, it's. I feel like there's there's a few things like this is happening a little bit with a couple of movies like gentle minions people are for those who haven't heard of it people are dressing up in suits like people in their sort of mid-teens uh predominantly men uh are dressing up as uh to, to be gentlemen to go and watch the minions um and it's it's a i don't know how it started but i think it's hilarious. yeah probably tiktok everything yeah, TikTok, seems that, to start that'd be the TikTok. way um but it's sort of created a load of hype around around minions because people are like this is hilarious a whole bunch of people are trying to replicate it which is just bringing in more money for the movie um but you saw it with uh i don't know if you remember or heard of the movie morbius uh which was oh, a while yeah. ago like a i think a couple months ago um which was an absolute flop like it, it was it, i remember it was going to be released 2020 or mm-hmm. yeah something like that 2020 but um then because of the pandemic all that sort of stuff was pushed back um and released in uh released this year instead um it was a huge flop but it had years of advertising behind it um and a whole bunch of memes started surfacing online about um it's it's morbid time 
Like, I don't know if you oh, saw that. I saw a bit, but I didn't really understand it. <laughs> and I don't know if, I don't know how true it is, but it, it's basically, I've heard some reports that that was uh, like promotion started by um, the people, uh, whichever company, I think it's Marvel, um, but the, it's basically like promotion for the movie, people trying to push this uh, It's Morbid Time meme right. along. <laughs> um, because it created like, extra demand for the movie after it had released and so oh. it um i wonder how much sort of meme marketing we're going to be seeing yeah, coming true. up for different movies and whatnot it's just weird it's so yeah it's so weird coming out of the pandemic like to see what's happening with movies because there's all, all this sort of especially like from where i was working at true. the movies pre and sort of during pandemic um, seeing it absolutely just drop to like zero attendance at the movies, um, to yeah. now it's like absolutely back booming. in full force. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like the the meme marketing kind of type is just so hard to predict. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if someone at Minions or whoever owns it, whether Gru came up with this himself, but like <laughs> it just seems so hard to predict. And so I feel like brands are going to try so hard to start these sort of memes and then everyone's going to just like kind of what you said for Morbius, like someone in the company is going to try and start a meme and then it yeah. just becomes a meme that like they're trying to start the meme. I feel like, yeah, you just can't force these things to happen. Yeah. Someone no, exactly. just has to come up with it themselves. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And I feel like, especially with It's Morbin Time, that's a pretty low effort meme. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's it's really like, it's dumb. And I think that's why it did so well. Yeah. Uh, is because it's just stupid. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, rips on the movie a bit. But it seemed to work if it, if it was a marketing strategy. Yeah. Although didn't, I think I heard for Morbius, like people weren't actually going to see them, see the movie. They were just kind of like making fun of it. Whereas oh, Minions, yeah. people are actually buying tickets well, to yeah. go and see it. Yeah. That, that's a much more profitable minions, meme. Yeah, exactly. The Minions, the Gentle Minions has been far more profitable uh, <laughs> than the It's Morbin Time meme. But uh, still, I think it's, I, I want to see what happens from yeah, here on out. That's true. <laughs> Um, but to kick off the show today, uh, bring us into our first story. I uh, I want to talk about the world of electric cars because, uh, which is a bit of a change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now the world of electric cars, it's sort of ever growing and developing. You know, you've got companies rushing to get new all electric vehicles out the door. Uh, in order to kind of like compete because mm. it's such a rapidly changing industry. You've got all sorts of technology being developed over the past few years and still being developed and improved upon uh, predominantly like to do with batteries and, and range yeah. uh, and all that sort of stuff. Surprisingly, um, no one's taking on my, uh, what is it, bicarb soda and vinegar idea to power a car. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting I, for someone to reach out about that. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, the, the door is well and truly open <laughs> for that. Uh, we're open for inquiries. Uh, and uh, royalties. For yes. Because, um, like, you've got Tesla, which is the, the sort of leading the march, mm. um, and another company which has popped up, at least in Australia recently, called Polestar, um, which is basically if Tesla was Swedish. Um, <laughs> but then behind those two companies, which are, like, all electric vehicles, you've got the vast majority of traditionally petrol-powered car brands joining the fray uh, with... Uh, with varying success. And I mm. say varying success because as Toyota launches its very first mainstream electric car, they very quickly had to recall them. And this is only... I don't think they've released it in Australia yet. This is only in the oh, US. Okay. Um, that Didn't even get here yet. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, and it's 
it's it's a bit off. Um, well, kind of, it's a lot off. Uh, and the issue <laughs> that's caused this recall is a problem with the bolts that hold on the wheels. Oh, um, yeah, nice. <laughs> and so, yeah, that... That's kind of something you, you don't want off the car. <laughs> <laughs> and because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm no car expert. Yeah. I've never claimed to be. But if my knowledge serves me well, I know that the wheels are a somewhat crucial element <laughs> of the car. Um, that is, of course, uh, unless you get one of those water cars, Ooh, otherwise true. known as boats. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the exact problem with the car is that the bolts that hold on the, on the wheels, they can sort of loosen up. Um, they, they don't like to stay like very tightened. Uh, which in extreme circumstances could lead to the wheel just sort of falling off, um, <laughs> which could be very, which could be very bad. I feel like this is this is a bad problem to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad however, they, they noticed this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like on the bright side, it would be very comical at extremely low speeds. It's just sort of like the wheel just falls off as yeah. you're slogging through like bumper to bumper traffic. Someone's it does like gradual spin, you know, where it's like rolling in a circle and then <laughs> yeah. gradually yeah, starts yeah, rolling exactly. on itself and then boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just like, it's a, such a weird problem to have because I, I guess all all car brands have different problems. Like I drive a, I drive a Subaru Forester. It's a beast. And... Um, <laughs> But they have like a, a problem with a whole bunch of Subaru cars in in that. Oh, it's all like technical and whatnot. But they have like a, a problem over a, a range of vehicles that comes around. They could, it's pretty predictable that right. like at a certain amount of hundred kilometers or however old, you're going to have to change over this one bit of the car, um, and then you're like smooth sailing from there. Interesting. Um, yeah, and it's but I suppose it's hard to know these things until the cars have been out for a while and have been tested um, because you can only do so much testing. When it actually gets sold, then you've suddenly got like thousands of vehicles going around, <laughs> and um, you find out those the the other problems that you may have missed uh, a lot a lot uh, more quickly than you would yeah. have with your own sort of testing. I feel like but, with this one, it's like they tried so hard to focus on the electric components of the vehicle that they forgot one of the most basic the fundamentals be, yeah literally the fundamental like the wheel revolutionized the way we travel and they just totally disregarded yeah that. like we've got to make it electric yeah that'll be fine the yeah. wheel will, we don't need to worry about the wheel so we don't need to reinvent it? the wheel it's already no, there no. <laughs> no but you've got to pay attention to it and make sure it's you screwed do. on properly yeah yeah exactly oh. uh. So today we're talking about some things that just seem a little bit off. And I came across a story in the past week of some penguins in Japan. So we're traveling around to Japan today. So as we know, yeah. the <laughs> the around the world, really, countries are tightening their belts due to just general cost of living rising and... Yeah. Yeah, everyone's starting to have a another look at their finances to see some ways that they can save money. And whilst we think this might just affect us, like as in humans, it is also causing the Hakone and Aquarium in Japan to make some changes to their penguins' diets. So typically these lovely penguins and actually otters as well. I just haven't seen any <laughs> videos of the otters. Yeah, <laughs> but the reason like for... I'm not sure how long, but for the longest time, they've been fed a particular type of Japanese horse mackerel, which, you know, it actually sounds quite fancy. Yeah, horse mackerel. I didn't realize there were horse mackerel. Yeah, I'm not sure what it means, um, but 
that it's is what they're fed. It's just a, a probably just a type. the name of the fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but recently, you know, due to cost of living rises and needing to take a look at finances, they have switched out this Japanese horse mackerel for a cheaper kind of mackerel. It was undisclosed. I tried to look up like a comparison to see how much they were actually saving, <laughs> but I couldn't find those details. They haven't been released. <laughs> you've, you've tried to go in and, and do the finances for this Japanese Literally. aquarium, see where they can save money to get those horse mackerel back on the menu. <laughs> I was like, is this worth it, guys? Like, can we be cutting costs somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. You know, reach out to me. <laughs> but, Switch over all the globes to be yeah. allergens or something exactly (laughs) (laughs) so i must say that the penguins have like obviously they've got acclimatized to that japanese horse mackerel once you get used to a certain type of food you want that certain type of food and Mm. the penguins did not take liking to this switch in mackerel at first they there's these videos going around um if you haven't seen them basically the penguin or the zookeepers aquarium keepers sorry are trying to feed the penguin these fish and they're holding out the fish to their mouths and you can see the penguin like goes to eat it it's like has a sniff almost opens its mouth but then like turns its head away in disgust it's just like complete ignoring the fact that they're being offered the fish I, I didn't realise that penguins could be that snobby. Yeah, me like either. They, like, ooh, it's not, a, <laughs> yeah. it's not my horse mackerel. Yeah. Like, good gracious. Like, is this the home brand stuff? Oh, oh, get it away. Me. Throw it in the sea. <laughs> feed that to the fish. Yeah. It's like, wait, feed the fish to the fish. <laughs> Maybe not. But... um. Apparently, their hunger strike or their protest is working because... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Some of the, apparently, some of the penguins are coming around. They must be like, okay, well, you know, I'm hungry. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. But <laughs> some penguins have been taking a stand. And wow. one of the aquarium workers told uh, a journalist that for the penguins who refuse to eat the new fish, we just give them what they used to eat. So they are getting the Japanese horse mackerel that they know and love because they put up a little fight for it. They knew something wow. was a bit off. and <laughs> That's how you know that unions work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, that's crazy. I they know. They're just like, they're straight up refusing, even though they're just hungry. They're just yeah. like, no, nope. like, nope, so good. There's one particular video that's going around and I feel like this penguin is maybe the... The, I don't know, the master penguin. Yeah, the ringleader. The one who's like, guys, we have to take a stand. We are not. This new fish tastes disgusting. Everyone follow me. And people on Twitter are obviously really loving this penguin's attitude. And some of the tweets that are going around are very funny. There's one and it's like, yes, king, know your worth. (laughs) It's like very true. People saying they deserve better. (laughs) Someone else was like, me, when they only have the store brand left. Oh, it's no. like, yep. And as you said, workers of the world unite. And there's one funny one that um, <laughs> someone is like putting quotation marks. They're like, is Pepsi okay? <laughs> like, <no>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the Pepsi version of fish. Exactly. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here. And you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, all with original designs, beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today.
So today we're talking things that are a bit off, and I have a little story from this week that I thought fit perfectly. So earlier this week, uh, I was accompanying a family member to the hospital. Um, they're all right now, so no, no, <laughs> Good no issues. Um, and the, the thing about the hospital is that there's always a lot of waiting, uh, mm. especially you go to the emergency room, you are, you're there, you, get, you have to expect to be there for a long time. Set up um, camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I reckon this was probably the worst time, my, my worst experience in regard to wait time at a hospital. Because um, I got there and at around 11pm um, mm-hmm. and the, the family member I was there with had been there since six. Uh, I did a little switcheroo wow. out for, for someone else because um, it was getting late. So I'm like, I got nothing on tomorrow. I'll jump in, um, and so I I get there around eleven pm ish. Um, they've already taken the the blood uh, for the tests, mm-hmm. and so you know we're th- we're then in the in the emergency waiting room for a while, just waiting for that to come back. And this was kind of the pattern that the the whole night followed because I got there at um, around. Yeah, 11 p.m. or maybe 11.30. And I was there till about 11 p.m. the next day. So 11 it was... p.m. the next day? No, 11 a.m., oh. sorry. 24 hours. hours. Not 24 hours, no, 12 hours. Still, um, that's insane. That's which so is a long. long time. Like first, yeah, first it was the blood tests um, and then we wait for the results. Then it was talking to a doc, mm. waiting for them to assess the info and talk to our colleagues. And then um, they took a urine sample, waiting for them to get the results. Then it was another doctor and waiting for oh their assessment. Then a CT scan and waiting for the results and so on and so forth. Like it was a lot, a lot of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes like the test would happen and then we'd be waiting there for two, three hours for the next thing to happen. Oh my um, gosh. So yeah, 12 hours there. Um, and in all this time, we had yeah, to try and find do? something <laughs> to entertain ourselves because there's only so much phone charge. There's only so much mm. like, and I want to be contactable to like give updates to, to family yeah. and whatnot. And um, so it's the early hours of the morning and we're both really tired. And I decide to go have a look <laughs> at what the vending machines have to offer. Nice. Um, nice. Because what better way to pass the time than to pay too much for a little snack? <laughs> um <laughs> And so there's there's three vending machines there. There's one with snacks, one with cold drinks, and one that uh, serves hot drinks. And so I look Ooh. at all the options and decide to get a hot chucky from the hot drink machine. Now it's pretty good. It's it's not yeah, a bad hot yeah, chucky. Pretty like, good for a vending machine hot chucky. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing special, but it's sort of just like your your bog standard machine hot chocolate. Like it was mm. it was it was fine. Like you can't really go too wrong. Was there um, milk in it, or do you think it was like a so. water hot chocolate? Oh, no, okay. I think there was milk in it. Um, yeah. like. Yeah, like it was, it was fine. It was, yeah, not it was, bad, not bad. It was, um, sati- it was very satisfactory. Okay, good. <laughs> Probably just what you needed in the moment, not too much, yeah. not not too bad. Was... Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so after that, some more time passes, and I go back to the machine. But this time, um, because there's a bunch of options on there, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get a chai latte because I've Ooh, never seen okay. a, a machine with a chai latte as an option. Um, and like it wasn't great. But, you know, it, it kind of passed the time a little. Um, it was just like, I, it was hard to explain, actually. It was like, <laughs> it wasn't that it was too sweet, but it was like, it had like a sharp sweetness. Okay. Like, I don't know how to how to describe it. Like, the, the sweetness that it did sweetness. have. very sweetness. Yeah, it was like super, like, sharp. Right. But it wasn't like there was too much sweetness. I don't, it's, it's a strange mm. sort of description. Um, but, yeah, it passed the time a little. But <laughs> I did notice... 
as it was pouring the chai latte, I was looking at all the buttons and, you know, you've got cappuccino, latte, long black, like macchiato, hot milk, hot chocolate, hot milk with chocolate. I uh, don't know what the difference is between them. <laughs> um, but then towards the bottom of the list, I see that it has uh, an option that I personally can't believe I'd missed earlier. Amongst all the hot drinks that you'd expect from a coffee machine, mm. it had an option for chicken soup. No. It did. It had an option for chicken soup. And now, I don't know if it was the sleep deprivation or the abject boredom, but this was huge. Like, this was uh, the greatest news I'd ever heard. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, like and I had a talking point for when I got back. Uh, I had something <laughs> something interesting to sort of look forward to. And depending on how much longer we'd be there, a challenge, right? Because surely enough, like the hours keep coming around, they, they keep rolling by, and we decide it's probably chicken soup time. Oh, because for sure, for sure. I I would be. I feel like I'd be robbing myself to not um, at least try the 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 coffee machine. Yeah. <laughs> coffee machine chicken soup. If you and told me that there was a button that said chicken soup and then finished this segment with, oh, but I didn't end up getting the chicken soup, I would yeah. have hopped off this recording right now. I would yeah, have no, no, that's, <laughs> been I, very exactly, disappointed. That would have been, exactly. There's, there's, I would have been missing out, I yes, feel. Yes, you would. Um, and so it's chicken soup time. I go up, um, I tap my card and press chicken soup. And I don't know what I was expecting. It, it, it dispensed the chicken soup in a little cup. Um, and the first thing that was odd about it was that, uh, cause I'm assuming it does this for all the drinks in the machine, but it had frothed the top. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is that was, a little bit off. <laughs> I don't know if it was just because of how aggressively it dispenses it or what exactly it was, but there was like a layer of froth Ooh. on the top that you, that I can't say is typical of soup. Hopefully not milky. Um, no, I don't like think it, it, it didn't taste like it. Um, but. I've got to say, like, once you get past the froth, which was odd, it was actually, like, totally fine. Did it have vegetables in it? I'm imagining, like, little bits of corn or carrot. No, it it was kind of, it very much tasted like your, like, a two-minute noodle chicken kind of flavour. Okay, so more just the broth. Yeah, it was more just the broth. It had, like... No chunks of chicken coming out of the coffee machine. (laughs) (laughs) No, it had, um... It had like some little green bits in it. Oh yeah, you'd, um, maybe chives. That, yeah, it's something. I doubt it's chives. <laughs> <laughs> but it was for a coffee machine chicken soup. I expected far worse. I'm like it was, it was totally fine. Like it was by far nothing I'd I'd particularly want again. But it right. sort of yeah, it 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 satisfied that craving for something odd and mm. um that uh I guess. That that curiosity, I suppose, sure. is what it is what it really satisfied. Like it was, it didn't fill any any particular hole in terms of in terms of food or drink or anything. <laughs> but the curiosity is what it satisfied, and um, but it was definitely a bit off to see <laughs> chicken soup on a coffee machine <laughs> right thing. underneath your cappuccino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, cappuccino. It's like you don't go into a, a cafe and ask the barista for a chicken soup. Yeah, like. <laughs> Make sure extra foam, please. Yeah, yeah, extra frothy. So at the start of today's episode, we heard something very exciting that this month, July, is National Ice Cream Month. And And it was just by pure coincidence that yesterday I had the idea that it was about time we had another one of our 
all in voting zap decides the best of something competitions kind of things yes so for those who are perhaps just tuning in for the first time we have previously done an ultimate beach biscuit competition whereby we found lots of different types of biscuits that are commonly loved put them against each other and the zap listeners voted for which ones they think would be the best biscuit to take to the beach oh yeah Chicken Crimpy was crowned the winner. We're very happy with that decision. And that is now the ultimate beach biscuit. Zap said so. So it is. We also... (laughs) It's carved in stone. We can't change it. We're sorry. That's just the way it is. We also had the ultimate festive film competition, whereby How the Grinch Stole Christmas was decided as the ultimate festive film, which was a lot of fun. Very festive. I'm still very salty that... Paul Blatt Molecock was eliminated <laughs> so early. And that's, I was very sad when Elf didn't win either, but yeah. that's and, the... And was it Barbie, Barbie um, Christmas something? Oh, yeah. Bar- Barbie and the, and the Nutcracker. Nutcracker. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Barbie Christmas Adventure. <laughs> that is probably a movie. I almost certain that is definitely a movie. Yeah. So thus began the sort of journey to work out what our next one would be and... At my work, a lot of the people that I work with with have been telling me that I should be watching Love Island UK. And I just yet haven't quite got around to it. I keep meaning to, but they keep telling me how addictive it is. There's lots of funny drama. There's It's just pure yeah. entertainment in a way that's very easy to watch sort of thing. Yeah. Digestible. Exactly. And it kind of got me thinking, surely there's a way that Zap can do a a Love Island-esque sort of voting competition. I went through a big roller coaster that I explained to Jono before, but basically I landed (laughs) on the fact that we should be doing this about ice cream. I didn't even know it was National Ice Cream Month, but I thought about the things that are kind of related to our show. We did have a period of time where we were really trying hard to get liquor prize back. And yeah. so ice cream just felt like something that resonated well with our show. And I know it yeah. resonates well with our listeners. So we are going to be doing a competition to find out what the best ice cream is. And we discussed a few criteria before, so we'll kind of go through that now. Basically... Yeah. It can't be in a tub. We've got it's got to be a handheld ice cream. So we're talking your golden gay times, your drumsticks, yeah. zuper dupers. Like a good way to um to categorize it is if you could find it in like in one in like a service station, like um those little freezers where yes. you got all the individual ice creams. Yes, maybe actually because we were trying to come up with a way to make this a bit more specific before, but perhaps that's the kind of thing we need to go with. Like, what is the best ice cream that you can get, like, oh, on like a road a trip or something, or a servo oh. ice cream? Yeah, because even um, I remember a lot, like, servo ice cream is very good because I remember when I was younger and, like, the family would go to the beach, on the way back, we'd, like, stop at a servo, get some ice cream. Yeah. And, like, sometimes late at night, you just feel like a sweet snack. Where can you go? Oh, Seven Eleven's open. You've got those sorts of ice cream. But I know that 7-Eleven sometimes do have tubs in the bigger fridges. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the one with the slidey lid on the Yeah, we're talking (laughs) slidey doors, top down, freezers. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, yeah, that is going to be in our specific criteria, slidey down, top door freezers. And you can, if you submit something that we don't think fits the criteria, um, we, if... If what we say goes is that's uh, true is the point here, um, because uh, we will rig this competition. 
<laughs> we promise we've never rigged the competition before. No, we haven't. Otherwise, our favourites would have won. Paul Blart Morecom would have been yeah, the ultimate yeah, that's festive true. film. That's true. Jax would have been the Beach Biscuit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because uh, was- uh, well, let's not let's not cast a stir- dispersions here. Yeah, no. I'm happy with Chicken Grimby. <laughs> But how are we going to relate this to Love Island, I hear you ask. So for those who don't know how Love Island works, which is myself as well. Yes, I did have yeah. to Google this. I like, have no idea as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> like most of the competitions that we do here on Zap, the winner is decided by public vote. So big tick, perfect. Yeah. It starts with 10 quote unquote ludicrously attractive people. So we're going to start with 10 ludicrously delicious ice creams, Bam. I believe. Yeah. So... Another key point of Love Island is that new hotties enter the villa all season long. <laughs> so instead, we're going to have new coldies. We're going to have new yes. <laughs> ice creams that are going to be entering the competition you all coldies. the time. Yeah. <laughs> so how we're going to start this off is obviously we're going to come to you guys. We're going to ask what your favorite ice cream to get from the servo is. We'll get a big collection and then from there we'll pick 10 to start and then gradually we're going to be adding in a few more coldies just to keep things exciting, keep the drama going. And yeah, yeah. there's also on Love Island some fun and slightly cringy challenges that are thrown in. Um, We're going to have to work out whether we can incorporate that, but surely we can. Yeah, Uh, I'm sure there's something we can figure out for that. (laughs) So... Then the point of Love Island is that like they need to stay together with a partner. They get coupled up and with new people entering, it's hard for them to stay loyal. We're not going to do so much the coupling up, but for yeah, you, our vote, yeah, it doesn't It's hard really work. to know um, how loyal uh, a Bubble Bill is uh, with, That's true. with uh, another ice cream. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> I can't think of ice cream right now. Yeah, Maxi Bon. <laughs> I don't know how well Maxi Bon and Bubble Bill yeah. are going to be together. Uh, so it's it's difficult for us to to really decide the coupling yep. <laughs> in that regard. But I guess the challenge is how can you stay loyal to your favorite ice cream? You might be going along True. thinking, yes, I'm one hundred percent. Yeah, genius. I'm one hundred percent for drumstick, the double chalk drumstick. But then perhaps Golden Gay Time enters the villa, and you're like, hang oh, on, hang I, on. May, I way prefer that. How am I going to do this? So it's going to be drama for us all. It's yeah. We're going to love it. At the end, I, oh no, through the series, ice creams will get dumped, meaning that they don't get enough votes. They go back to the freezer. And ultimately, we're going to have two ice creams at the end and your votes will decide which is the best. And We need to come up with the proper name. Uh, we will work on that. But yeah, which yeah. is your favorite slidey door tub free? No, non-tub handheld. Yeah. I, I, I forgot the now, wording that we used before. Yes, a servo ice cream. Servo um, ice cream, essentially. Yeah, I think it's called a chest freezer. I think it's the technical oh, term. Oh, yes. Slidey door um, chest freezer. Slidey, slidey door chest freezer. <laughs> but yeah, with the with the categorization, we are looking for anything from a, a servo. But ice cream in this sense does incorporate ice blocks or icy yes, poles. Or, that's true. Or n- not not so creamy ice snacks, mm. um, and so we will be accepting things like a like a lifesaver, yeah. for example, that's Calippo, a good one. Yeah. Cyclone, 
Yep. Oh, there's exactly. so many. So this is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be tough. And so there's going to be a lot of options. And I think we the only caveat to the no tubs of ice cream is that really small, like little handheld tub of Milo ice cream oh, you yes. always get at the servo. And <laughs> that's the um, only exception. <laughs> that's your only exception to tubs. Because I can't we think will of another be... tub of ice cream. Yeah. Or one that deserves to be in this competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically... If you you will we'll start putting up some things on our social mm. medias. You probably will have already seen it by the time this comes out. Yeah, true. Um, and um, so chuck in your votes, or thank you for chucking in your votes. <laughs> um, and so we'll start sorting through that, and um, then we'll have our first week um, of of voting, uh, and I guess the yes. the grand reveal uh, on the podcast next week. So this is. This is huge. This is, is a, good huge. Un- a big undertaking um, <laughs> and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. There is one thing I have to, before we wrap up this episode for today, mm. I have to reveal the name of kind of what this competition oh, yes. is called because I totally realize we do have one. It, As we know, this competition was somewhat inspired by Love Island UK. So the name of this competition is going to be Love Ice Cream, OK. Like, yep. okay, Perfect. do you love ice cream? Okay. Well, we, there will be a subheading that's kind of like, you know, ultimate beach biscuit, ultimate festive film, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just going to be ultimate server ice cream. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, love ice cream. Okay. Ultimate server ice cream. Yeah. Perfect. I I'm think excited. we've got, we've, we've covered our bases there. Um, if we, I'm sure next week we may have some additional things. Yeah. That we want to say about it, some new rules, some new ideas, how different things are going to work. Um, but of course, it's it's at the podcast. We'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's, we'll make it up as we guess. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for uh, for chucking in your votes and uh, suggestions and that sort of stuff. And uh, I look forward to next week when mm. we can have a look at what's on offer. Uh, but that does just about wrap us up for this episode. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, check us out on our social medias to uh, make sure to participate in all these things because we're going to be having mm. loads of social media stuff in the coming weeks uh, as this competition evolves um, and as, as new coldies enter the competition. Yeah, into the villa. Um, and uh, so make sure you stay active. Follow us at Zap the Podcast uh, on Instagram, which is probably where a lot of the voting is going to be happening. Mm. Uh, but we're also on TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook. So you can follow us on all those places. Um, and uh, make sure to check out our merch, zapthepodcast.store. It's a great way to support the podcast. Uh, and there's some really cool stuff up available there. Um, but I think that just about does us. Yeah. Uh, thank you again very much for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.